Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. Thank you for tuning in today to episode 72, episode 72, and part number five of Tearing Down Walls. Joshua chapter number five is where we've been reading in verse number 13 where the Bible said, and it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said, art thou for us? Or for our adversaries. And he said, Nay, but as captain of the host of the Lord am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord host said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoe from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. And we've been talking about walls. Do you want victory? Do you want that wall to fall? And I told you on the last couple of podcasts, according to this passage of Scripture, that walls in our life, we know Joshua was facing a wall that was unbeatable in the world's eyes, insurmountable in the world's eyes. And we know that he's here strategizing and calculating how to win the battle, but the arm of flesh will fail you. Uh, You know, we have to do our part in preparation, but thank God when providence shows up in our life. And the Bible said that's what happens here. He has this encounter with the Lord, the captain of the Lord's host. And I told you in an earlier podcast, the way you tear down a wall and overcome a wall and gain victory is, first of all, in the person of God, through the person of God. This individual that Joshua meets is the Lord. And our only hope when we have something in our life, a circumstance, a situation, a wall, is that we've got to have a relationship with Jesus. Salvation. You're going to tear down a wall, you've got to have the right relationship. And that is the person of God. And then I told you on the last podcast that we have to tear down the wall through sanctification, the position of God. Because he said, the Lord, the captain of the host of the Lord. And so we've got to have him if we're going to overcome. And if you want the wall to fall, you've got to be saved, have salvation, but you've also got to be sanctified. And Jesus has got to be Lord in every area of your life. You've got to acknowledge him in all ways. And I told you real sanctification is when you know that he is Lord of all, or he is not Lord at all. But the third thing I want you to see in this passage is not only we we conquer our walls through the person of God and the position of God, and that is salvation and sanctification, but the third thing is surrender, and that is the power of God. Because this strange encounter that Joshua had, when Joshua meets this man, there are a couple things that are strange about the meeting. The first thing is when uh, the Lord answered Joshua's challenge because Joshua asked a question that we too often are asking, who's on my side? Who's on my side? He said, are you for us or are you for them? And I love the answer 
nay, no. He said, are you on my side or are you on their side? And the captain of the Lord host said, of the Lord's host said, nay, I'm not on either side. And so we see surrender here. When Joshua asked the Lord if he was for Israel or for Israel's enemies, God said no. And what the Lord is saying is, Joshua, I didn't come to take sides. I came to take over. It's a good day in our life when we surrender and we quit talking about sides and God taking sides and just let God take over. Because what this is, is a call to Joshua. Joshua, you need to surrender to the authority of the Lord in this battle. You need to surrender to the authority of the Lord in this wall. Joshua is made to realize that God, not himself, Joshua, but God is the power behind the victory that will come. Too many times we waste our time by saying who's on side, which side is on which, and who's on my side, and who's on their side. Are you for us or for, are you for them? No. There's a lot of folks gotten that answer from God, and they're bitter about it. Well, I tithe. I'm faithful. I teach a Sunday school class. I, I run a bus route. I give to missions. I, I work in the nursing home. I, I pray. And what you think is because of all that you're doing that God is on your side. And you know what that is? That is pride. When Joshua asked, are you for Israel or for our enemies? And God said, no, he was exposing Joshua's pride. God, are you on my side? No. God's on his side. God is himself. He is self-sufficient. You know, he said, I'm, I'm God's side. I'm the captain of the Lord. I'm here to do the Father's will. And just because you're doing all of the right things does not make you exempt from trouble. It does not make you exempt from difficulty. It does not make you exempt from walls appearing in your life. I thought about Job. Job was an upright man. Job was a man who eschewed evil. Job was a man who sacrificed to the Lord and worshiped God. But God let Job be in the hot seat. Can I say something right here without you getting offended? God's not on your side. How arrogant of us, how haughty of us, how prideful of us to think that God owes us anything. And you're never going to see walls fall until you realize you're to be on God's side and not the other way around. What a lesson that is for the church. What a lesson that is for the believer. What a lesson that is for the pastors. When we learn that success and victory is not a matter of our power and our ability, when are we going to understand and learn that it's about God and not about us? I'm telling you, church, God is saying to us, I'm not here to take sides. I'm here to take over. And look in verse number 15. There's a matter of, uh, of what the Lord tells Joshua to do. He tells him there, he said, loose your shoe, singular, off your foot, singular. Why just one? Loose thy shoe from off thy foot. For the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. He talked to him in a singular manner. One shoe, one foot. Why just one? When Moses met uh, God at the burning bush, and, and Moses was Joshua's mentor, it was his predecessor, 
And God told Moses to remove both shoes. He said, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, plural, in both of those. Does that not seem strange? Why the difference? Why did God tell Moses, remove both shoes off of both feet, but he told Joshua, remove one shoe off of one foot? Because the Lord asked for one shoe, and it is referring to the Jewish covenant. When a covenant, sometimes when a covenant was made between two individuals in which one possessed power to keep the covenant and the other didn't, the weaker individual would have to take off one of his shoes and hand it uh, to the other. And, and, and we find that in the book of Ruth, chapter number four and verse number six through eight. And what's happening there is the kinsman is telling Boaz, I can't redeem Ruth for myself. If I do it, I'm going to mar my inheritance. Redeem her yourself. I can't do it. And that was a, a manner in, in the former times of Israel concerning redeeming and concerning changing, uh, uh, you know, to confirm things. A man would take off his shoe and give it to his neighbor, and it was a testimony in Israel. And so when that kinsman of, Bo, of Ruth gave that shoe to Boaz, he drew off his shoe. What he was saying is, I can't do this, but you can. And when God told Joshua to take off his shoe, Joshua knew exactly what he was talking about. Joshua was a Jew. Joshua knew the covenants. Joshua knew the the laws and the he he knew the customs uh, of this uh, ancient Jewish covenant. And what God was telling Joshua to do was to surrender. Lord, I can't fight this battle, but you can. I can't win this victory, but you can. Hey. I don't know who you are today listening. I don't know. I get the analytics as I look back and see how many audience members I've got on this, but I don't know the individuals who are listening to this today. But it may be that you've got a wall in front of you that you need to take your shoe off, and you need to look at God and say, I can't handle this, but you can. What I'm saying is that we need to come to the place of absolute surrender. No use to ask God to tear down walls until you know you're saved, the person of God. No use to uh, try to tear down a wall until you're sanctified, the position of God being Lord. And there's no use to try to tear down walls until you surrender and realize it's His power and not yours. I want you to see Joshua's a warrior. When he got down before the Lord, the Bible said he got down before the Lord. He placed himself in a vulnerable vulnerable position as a warrior. He exposed his neck. He placed himself in a position where he couldn't use his own sword. He placed himself in a position of extreme weakness. What was he doing? He was totally yielding to the Lord. I can't, but you can. I can't, but you can. So how do we tear down walls? by salvation, by sanctification, and by surrender. I sure hope these five podcasts on this subject have helped you. And um, I want you to go out today on purpose and be salt and light in this world. And if you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. Tomorrow I'm going to be a witness. I'm going to be a testimony for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to be the salt of the earth. I'm going to be the light of the world. I appreciate you tuning into the Treasures of Truth podcast. Until the next podcast, God bless you.